Come on, parents, uh, begin to pray. Uh, come on, youth, uh, why don't you pray? Uh, come on, somebody, uh, begin to lift your voice in this place. Uh, oh, God of Jacob, uh, we thank you that we were born in the fire. We thank you, God, for your abundant mercies uh, and the power, God, that you have put forth on us. Uh, God, that we have been endued with power. And, God, I can trample on the head of the enemy. God, I can step uh, and trample on snakes. Uh, I could take up any deadly thing. Uh, God, we can lay hands on the sick uh, and they shall recover. Miracles, signs, uh, and wonders uh, following them that believe. Uh, oh, somebody believe with me this morning uh, and let God begin to move. Uh, let this uh, be your service. Somebody begin to shout to God. Somebody get through our emotions. Somebody get through our thoughts. Uh, somebody put your flesh into subjection. Oh, how bad do we want it? Uh, this is your opportunity that God has created for you. I need a healing in my body. Right here, right now is your opportunity. I need God to move in my family. Right now is your opportunity. Somebody believe with me. Is there an apostolic in the house? 
Oh, God, begin to move in this place right now. Oh, God, begin to send your warring angels. God, we sense uh, an atmosphere of warfare. God, we are beginning to press right now. Somebody right now, begin to lift up your war cry for your children, for your family, for your spouse, uh, for your church. Uh, somebody begin to lift a war cry right now. Somebody begin to press right now for our youth, uh, for our youth, uh, for our children. And needs to be a war cry. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Oh, this is the opportunity right now. There are many that took it this morning, and there are many that missed it, but right here and right now is your opportunity. On some, you make your way to the platform. Somebody begin to praise your God right now. Somebody begin to lift your voice. Uh, ensemble, double time. Ensemble, double time. Get up here. Get ready to sing down the fire. I've come in with an anticipation that God is going to do something in this house tonight. I'm ready. As Bishop said, it shouldn't take a pastor or a bishop or just a minister to cheerlead. We know what our God can do. This is your opportunity. I'm excited for what God is going to do. We call it game on. Let us worship our God. God's going to get my praise. you gonna do and what you gonna say i know the truth i know the way you think you're a lion but i call a spade a spade you're just a kitten running up well i'm gonna stay my back i ain't afraid he's a fire running wild and he's never been caged jesus is the lion that cannot be
Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight? Oh, can we as a church, as a church body, as a collective, as a fighting force, let the devil know who we are here tonight. Uh, and it is our God that fights for us. Uh, somebody needs to have a warfare spirit here tonight. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of being beat down. I'm tired of the defeat after defeat. But we lean on our God who is our man of war and it is our God that fights for us. Come on. We're going to press. We've got to press and we've got to fight here tonight uh, and see what our God does, uh, what our God loosens, uh, what our God sets free. Oh, no, you've done it now. Gone against the king, gone against the crown. I said, oh, no, you've done it now. Time to feel the fire.
clap of praise tonight. Be reminded in the midst of your battle, bring into remembrance here tonight that no weapon formed against you shall prosper when God is with you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And if he is for me, who could ever stand against me if God is for us? God is our man of war. He is the one that fights for us. I believe when the enemy comes against him, I could defeat him with the word of my testimony and the blood, the blood of the lamb. Amen. Somebody here tonight needs to be reminded that you are not in the alone in the midst of the fight, that your God fights for you. Your God combats for you. Your God wars for you. Your God campaigns for you. Your God is in the midst of combat for you here tonight. Can somebody celebrate our commander in chief and somebody begin to celebrate the general of the universe the one that fights for us oh God wants to give a breakthrough here tonight God wants to let things loose can we close our eyes and lift our hands thank you Jesus thank you Jesus oh come on somebody just begin to lift your voice with me You've been endued with power when the Holy Ghost came. It starts with one operating in faith, uh, and then it becomes contagious. Uh, it begins to spread uh, throughout the service uh, when one operates in the faith as a child uh, and begin to humble themselves uh, before the Father of creation. Come on, sons and daughters of the Most High. Come on, children of the King. Uh, somebody begin to lift your voice right now. Pray with me. Lift your voice with me. The enemy is not going to take away what God has in store for us tonight. His plans, God's intentions, God's memorials in the making. Oh, God of Jacob, begin to move into this place. Let freedom begin to dominate. Let liberty begin to dominate. And somebody begin right now to open their heart to God, rend their heart to God. The enemy has taken too much. And tonight is the night that we take it back. Oh, God, move. Move in this place, Jesus. Come on. God is waiting on the one. Lift your voice. Jesus. That's it. That's it. Oh, God, move in this place. God, dominate this atmosphere. Every spirit of distraction uh, has no place. Uh, every hindering spirit uh, has no place. Uh, the spirit of the age uh, has no place. Uh, oh, God, uh, begin to move in liberty in this place right now. That's it, children. That's it, children. Uh, I know we may be tired from this morning. It may be hot, uh, but our God is still on the throne. Uh, all of the heavens are his throne, uh, and the earth is his footstool. Jesus, move. Oh, God, move in this place. That's it. God, begin to encourage right now. 
God, begin to encourage right now. There's a few of you that are so desperate for encouragement, and it's right there at your fingertips if you would but have the faith uh, to obtain it from a God that willingly and so willingly and desperately want to bestow it upon you is the peace and the joy that you're longing for. I want to get into that place uh, where God embraces our services, where God is in the fire right in the midst of our services somebody had the faith to call down fire he is a God that answers by fire we're right there our minds are going, our emotions are going, our thoughts are going. But if we would put it into subjection, watch what your God does from the youngest to the oldest. If you would just let go, it could be you to be the one to begin to break this service right open. But our thoughts are going to our concerns. Cast your cares upon him. Jesus. Oh, God, you're right there. We sense you. Oh, God, begin to move, Jesus. Begin to move, God. Oh, Lord God, I want a, a temple dedication experience uh, where your Shekinah comes into this place uh, and we can't even speak. Uh, I can't even minister. Bishop can't even preach. Uh, and we fall before the king of glory. Somebody begin to let go. Somebody begin to invite his glory into this place. Uh, this is what we call spiritual combat. This is what we call spiritual warfare. Come on, some of our houses are in such turmoil. Begin to let it go before God. Some of us need healings in our body. Begin to let it go before God. Jesus, move. God, we sense you in this place. God, you want to just reveal. You want to show yourself. God, you want to pour your glory and let this glory fill the temple, God. Jesus, Jesus, fall into this place, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's faithful. God, our King is faithful. My promise is God.
his faithfulness. We declare who you are, God. Good and faithful and true, Jesus. your boys.
somebody declare it in the atmosphere. Let all the people say amen. In the cursings and the blessings, let all the people say amen. God does not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness. From the mountaintop, we declare amen. From the valley, we declare amen. In the shadow of death, we declare amen. Because God is faithful. That's it. Be encouraged tonight. That peace, that reassurance, that encouragement. Oh, God, thank you for the peace in this atmosphere. Oh, God, you're moving on the hearts, God, of our young people. Oh, God, the capability of a youth, if they would disutilize it, it'll shake the very fabric of a service. Despise not thy youth. Oh, God, if they would only understand who they can be in God and the opportunity that they have. We thank you, God, for how you're moving in this place, how you're blessing God, us. Jesus, Jesus. That's it. We're just going to wait here a moment and see what God does, if we could just obtain it. Jesus. That's it. That's it. Oh, God, peace be still. Peace be still. I am the Lord your God. There is none that has gone before me, or there will be none that is after me. My love and adoring of you has been since the beginning of time. And my promises I have laid since the foundation of the world for you. Be strong and of good courage. I am with you. Humble yourself. Cry out to me, and I am with you. I am there in the midst of your heartache, in the midst of your shame, in the midst of your guilt, in the midst of your heartbreak. I am there. Just call on my name and allow me to place you in the shadow of thy wings, into the secret place of my compassion. Jesus, move in this place. We thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus.
Praise the Lord, everyone. Good to see you again this evening. You can. You can return to your seats tonight. What a presence of the Lord is in this place. Amen. Hallelujah. When we get situated, I'll make some announcements. Most of the ministry will be in Campbell, Texas, starting Monday through Thursday for General Conference of the Apostolic Church of Jesus Christ. 
We still will have service here Wednesday, 7 o'clock. Saturday, July the 30th, mandatory parent, grandparent, guardian orientation from 10 to 2. Candy fundraisers, Academy students, your money's due. Get it in. Get some more candy. Get out there and make people sweet. You keep having it around them, sooner or later, they'll buy it. Amen. Vacation Bible School will get more to you as we get it all together. I believe Pastor Brown and Sister Brown is starting a new outreach for veterans, and so it'll be forthcoming, more information, and so they'll let you know. There is some clothes and food, I believe, out in the Welcome Center, and so you're more than welcome to go back there after service this evening. Amen. Remember, next Sunday, no evening service, fellowship for Pastor Brown's birthday over the hill that day. He's only got a few days left in the 30s. He'll be 40. Wow. I can't even remember when I was 40. Can't. But he'll be 40. He'll be on the top of the mountain coming down the backside. And so 530, kind of a potluck, bring some things. Amen. I'm sure there'll be a cake and looking forward to celebrating him being an old man. I don't know if there's any other announcements. Any other announcements? Lots of folks are still fighting sickness and illness. We need to keep them in prayer. Many are still traveling. I know Brother Lewis is flying and going to visit his family, and so we need to keep him in prayer and others as well. Those that are going to general conference, we need to keep them in prayer. Also, evangelists and Brother Simmons are in Leonard, Texas, Pastor Moorhead's church for the morning, of course, and then this evening services. Amen. If there's no other announcements, yes, one more. What's that? Yeah, Wednesday. Is that right? Thursday? Next week. She's going to have surgery on her foot. Amen. Praise the Lord. Maybe she'll get one of those little, what do they call those little carts that with a roller so that she can roll around the church and worship God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Maybe some of you ladies can push her. Shouting as you go. Amen. Praise the Lord. If there's no other announcement, Brother Phillips is coming, and he is going to receive any gifts that you have for the Lord tonight. So good to see you. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God.
I'll be with you in a moment. Hopefully, I'll keep this as short as God will let me keep it. Amen. I'm going to attempt to preach what I felt in the Lord preaching this morning, but it didn't happen. And so you just bear with me. I had it all set up, but you know how things are. We got time. Praise the Lord. Patience, that's what you need. Patience. Amen. I'm going to be reading over in the book of Isaiah, chapter 5. Remember, I was in chapter 6 this morning. I'm going to go back a chapter in chapter number 5. Hopefully, I'm going to teach you something about your tongue tonight. That's right, your tongue. Most of you still have a tongue? Oh, yeah, you do. Sometimes you wish you wouldn't have. Amen. And so Isaiah 5 and 20 says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, and put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. You may be seated. Tonight I'd like to, but just a little while, just a little while, preach on this subject, bittersweet. Let me read some more verses in Isaiah 5, beginning with verse 21, if I can. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes. Wow. Prudent in their own sight. I got it together. That's what we're thinking sometimes. I know what's best. Let me just say this. The Lord dealt with me during the worship that there are some folks here that need deliverance. Doesn't take a prophet to know that. Sometimes it's just an attitude. Bitterness. And other things as well. Woe unto them that are wise. Let me, let me stop here. Some of you are trying to work things out yourself and deliver yourself. How's that working for you? How's that working for you? Some of you have got yourself in a place that the only one that can deliver you is Almighty God. You know it, he knows it, and everybody around you knows it. Newsflash, and the devil knows it. The devil knows he's able. How about you? Woe unto them that are wise. I may get through with this. We'll see. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine. We could add a lot of things to that. Not to the Word of God, but what they do. And men of strength to mingle strong drink, which justify the wicked for reward and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him. Therefore, as the fire devoureth the stubble and the flame consumeth the chaff, so their root shall be as rottenness. And their blossoms should go up as dust, because they have cast away the law of the Lord of hosts and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. Therefore, the anger of the Lord kindled against his people, and stretched forth his hand against them, and has smitten them, and the heels did tremble, and their carcasses were torn in the midst of the streets. 
Listen to what he says here. For all this, his anger is not turned away. But the next sentence shows you the personality of our God. He's speaking to me. He's speaking to you. Because many times we want to make our own decisions. Many times we think that we know the way it should be. And he's telling us, woe to you. I'm angry with you. And my anger is still present. But yet, his hand is stretched out. Do you understand? Even though he's disappointed, even though he's upset, even though he may be angry with you, even though he knows what you're doing is wrong and you know what you're doing is wrong. And he's sitting there ready saying, look, I'm upset with you. I'm not pleased with you. It's not stretched out to hurt you. It's not stretched out to kill you. It's not stretched out to condemn you. It's stretched out because he's hoping that you will come to your senses and understand that your ways are not his ways. And what you're doing will never, ever satisfy or complete you. There's a painting. You've seen it? We're where God's hand is stretched down and man's hand is stretched up. Think about that. Think about that. Let me give you the definition of bittersweet. Sweet with a bitter aftertaste. Pleasure which becomes suffering or regret. Wow, bittersweet, I got it. I'll get right when I want to. I got plenty of time. I'll do the things that I've been hearing the preaching go for when the time is right, when I got it all together, when I think I can really sell out, when I think I can really, really live for God, and God's saying, woe unto you. Woe unto you, people that have their own ideas and think they are right in their own sight. Woe unto you. My anger is kindled against you. You know how you taste bitterness? Not with your eyes. Not with your mind. It's not with your heart. It's with your tongue. Hundreds of little bumps. You look at it later. Called taste buds. And these taste buds only last 8 to 12 days. But they are regenerated quickly. Some of you, you have not had your taste buds regenerated lately. 
and you're wondering why can I taste and see that the Lord is good? It's because you have damaged your taste buds so much with your own ways, your own thinking, being wise in your own sight, and it has become bittersweet to you. You work, but never make enough money. You plan, but it never comes out the way you want to. You sock it away hoping one day you'll have a nest egg to retire, and the next thing you know, something breaks down. Or you can't find it on the shelf. Taste buds. Little old bitty taste buds. Send a signal to the brain. Some of you ought to be spiritual right now. It tastes five things, only five things. It tastes bitter, sweet, salty, sour, and savory. Hmm, your tongue doing anything right now? A lot can damage these taste buds. I'm going to focus on disease or sickness that I'm going to call sin. Rebellion, stiff-necked, hard-hearted. One of the signs of COVID-19 and all of its variants Loss of taste and smell. The primary symptoms of someone not being where they need to be with God, they are heaped in sin in the world, is they lose their sense of taste and smell. You can't even smell the rose of Sharon anymore. You cannot know that he is the lily of the valley. You cannot taste and know that he's good because sin I've often wondered, and the Lord's dealing with me, and I think that he has given me the answer. I've often wondered why when people backslide or sit on the pew or chair, that so many go through so much loss and pain, but there's always that one. There's always that one that... Nothing happens. They just go through life. They make their money. They laugh. They, they joke. Everything's okay. Always that one. Why? So that you can have the wrong example and think, well, if he's all right, evidently I'm going to get through this. Uh, honey, the devil is a liar. Sooner or later, that person is going to know bittersweet. They're going to know the regret. They're going to know that even though they walked away, and most people walk away for the silliest things. That person did this, or that person did that, or this person wasn't there for me, or this person wasn't there for me. And they could say the same thing about you. I need to be regenerated. Because I don't know about you, 
I like tasting my food. I, I don't want the Word of God coming, and I'm just, and I'm going to go back to it because some of you really made a move tonight. Thank you, but some of you didn't. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, when it's time to eat, you slow getting in the line. What do they say? You snooze, you lose. Hey, I'm going to get in that. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And you know what we do? You know what we do? Those that are 65 and older, go ahead and get in the Then how come us older ones are not in front of the line? You say, now, Pastor, you done, you done, you done basically admonished us this morning. Well, that's what I do. That's what I've always done. And I'm going to tell you right now, until we get to the place that God wants us to be, this is the type of preaching you're going to hear. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God of heaven. You need, you need to maybe gargle with something. I don't know. But you need to do something to wash your mouth out and get delivered and understand that the Lord hasn't changed. You keep saying you can't and you never will. All right, you afraid of being embarrassed? Tell me how that's going to work when you're in hell. You're going to be like the rich man. Oh, my goodness, I let a little red face keep me from coming down to that altar, running down to that altar, throwing my hands up and saying, you know, I need delivered from this. And I can I just spell it out? I need delivered from lying. I need delivered from drugs and alcohol. I need delivered from wrong relationships. I need to be delivered, oh, my God, of attitudes. Oh, hallelujah, glory to the Lord God. I need to be delivered that I'm not worshiping the way I know I can worship. I need to be delivered that, hey, I'm not praising the way I know I need to be praising. I need to be delivered for so many things. Thank God that he's a deliverer. I think he's still a deliverer. I said, I think he's still a deliverer. I said, I think he's still a deliverer. Glory. My taste buds is. How come that many of us, just old plain old water, is not good enough anymore? We've got to have flavored water. If we're not careful, we bring that into the church. Let me get to the heart of the matter tonight. Ruth 1, 20 and 21. Ruth 1, 20 and 21. And she said unto them, this is when she was coming back to Israel, Call me not Naomi, call me Mara. For the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. I went out full. And the Lord has brought me home again empty. Why then call me Naomi, seeing the Lord hath testified against me. The Almighty has afflicted me. I'm telling you right now, I think about so many that have moved here and moved there and left here and gone here. And I don't know of a one that's really still sold out to God. Some of them don't attend church regularly. Some of them don't even go to church at all. But yet they just had to get away, didn't they? Well, they went out full and they came back empty. They may find a place, honey, and they can't even talk to the pastor without who knows how long of an appointment.
because if we're not careful, out there, that's sweet. In here is bitter. When it's the other way around. I'd rather be in here than going through some difficult situations and my taste buds still tasting. He's as sweet as the day is long. <laughs> he has never let me down. What about the prodigal son? He went out full and he came back empty. I don't know who I'm preaching to on live stream or who I'm preaching to tonight, but I'm going to tell you right now. Take everything I got, but give me Jesus. Amen. Paul said it this way. I know how abound and I know how to be abased. But whatever state I find myself in, I'm going to be content and I'm going to keep on praising God. I'm going to keep on serving God. I am not getting out of the house of God. She looked out in the world when there was a famine. Guess what? Guess what? There can be famines in the church. There was a famine in Israel. And her husband and her got together and said, whoa, 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 whoa. Look out there in Moab. Look, look, look out there. Look, look at it. Look how nice it looks. I can get out there and get away from all this dryness. And she gets down there. And her voice, whoo, thank you, Mama. We just got us some wives. Things went well, well for a while until her husband died. Then her two boys died. She didn't have anything left. She said, I might as well go back to Israel because I hear things have improved. One daughter-in-law kissed her, stayed. Ruth, you ain't getting rid of me that easy. Where you go, I'm going. Your people are going to be my people. Your God's going to be my God. Okay, I see you're determined. Come on, let's go. She gets that going back to, to Israel, and they see her. Woo, good to see you. Hallelujah. Glad you're here. Naomi, don't call me that. Call me Myra. I went out full. And I've come home empty. I think about in Exodus. My daughter, get ready. 15, 23 through 25. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Mara, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Mara. And the people, how many people murmur against the man of God because they left the church of the living God and they're trying to drink bitter waters and they're blaming it on the man of God. When they made the decision to leave, it had nothing to do with the man of God. 
The people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. which he had cast into the waters, and the waters were made sweet. And there he made for them a statue and an ordinance, and there he proved them. We stand tonight. What's it going to take in your life to quit drinking bitter water and understand God planted a tree on a hill outside of Jerusalem that makes every and any bitterness in my life turn to sweet. Doesn't matter how empty you are. Doesn't matter how bound you are. Doesn't matter where you're at. Doesn't matter where you think you are going. Doesn't matter where you wake up and find yourself. There is a hand uh, that has not shortened, uh, that is still redeeming uh, and still stretching out uh, because there is a tree on Calvary, the place of the skull. And he's saying, listen, I've made your bitterness sweet. Why don't you come back and drink and know? you need is true regeneration. Have you forgot about that well? Have you been trying to make it sweet yourself, adding packs of sugar? Good works. God In his love. Raised a tree. And even one of the two thieves got to be with him in paradise because of a tree. you going to do with that tree on a hill in a hand I'm angry I'm disappointed I'm displeased but my hand is still down ready to take hold of you when you are ready truly ready to come home Sing, daughter.